First of all, as you can see, the shrine here is beautifully decorated with carnations, beautifully decorated because we have begun a special novena before the Mother's Day. And, and uh, part of the request was not only that people place their intentions before, uh, before our Blessed Mother as we prepare for the Mother's Day, but if they wish to do something for their own mothers, that they would give an incarnation for their mother, mom. And, and so we can see how many people have not only responded, but they want their moms to receive special flowers as we prepare for Mother's Day in appreciation for, for their mothers. And as, I, as we can see the joy, joyful colors here, as we see these flowers in honor of Our Lady, but also to include in our prayers their, their own moms. And all of us, we appreciate our moms a great deal. I have to say that today, on this May 1st, which is the feast of Saint, Saint Joseph the Worker. But also we celebrate different dimensions of our faith today. And I have to tell you, you know, a little, little story. You know, all of us remember when Saint John Paul II passed away, passed away on April 2nd. And it was kind of interesting how m multiple things were part of that celebration on the day that he passed away. It was April 2nd. We know that he loved Our Lady, absolutely loved Our Lady, consecrated himself to her. As a matter of fact, as we know that his motto was totus tuus, I am all yours, Blessed Mother. It's under your guidance and protection. I will live my life. And he did that before he consecrated himself, before he became priest but then he continued this living of consecration to Our Lady throughout his whole life. We also know that he loved the Divine Mercy and uh, he instituted the Feast of Divine Mercy. Uh, uh, again, when, when the, on the day that he passed away, he passed away on the vigil, on the vigil of Divine Mercy. So he received the Eucharist on the day, he received the promises that the Lord grants to all those who receive the Eucharist on, on the Feast of Mercy. So we can see that he died on, a, on, on Saturday evening, but he also died on the first Saturday of the month. He loved Our Lady of Fatima, as you remember. He, as a matter of fact, he, when, when the assassin's bullet entered his body on the 13th of May, he said it was Our Lady of Fatima that protected him, that preserved him, uh, uh, preserved his life. So here it is, when he passed away on April 2nd, there were all these three dimensions. First of all, it was a Saturday, if he, uh, you know, which is a day dedicated always to Our Lady. It was the uh, first Saturday of the month, which, you know, which in a special way uh, is, celebrates the Fatima, the promises, as well as the requests of Our Lady, what we are to do to grow in our faith, to make up you know, for the things that people have done, the evil that they have done, as well as for the Feast of Divine Mercy. And this is how God, in His providential care, guides us. You know, He gives us special type of moments 
when several dimensions of our faith come into, into picture, come into play. And today also, we just remember, yes, it's May 1st, Saturday, which is dedicated to Our Lady. May 1st is dedicated to St. Joseph the Worker, second dimension. Today's first Saturday of the month and also the beginning of the month of Our Lady. So as we can see that the Lord somehow is providing this special day for us, a day of grace, a day of special type of gifts that God wishes to bestow upon us as we commemorate the dim different dimensions of our faith. And then, you know, in the beginning of, of this month, as you know, Holy Father Pope, Pope Francis wants us to start this whole month, month to pray, to pray for the victims of the um, COVID, for an end to this virus as it, it continues to, to, to affect many, many people around the globe. And so today the Lord is inviting us from the first place. We have read the readings for, the, for this festive day in honor of St. Joseph the Worker. And what is the emphasis in through the readings? Well, the emphasis today, a pretty clear one, is that the Lord, this is what the Lord has done right from the beginning when he created us, created us in his image. He created us male and female, and he blessed us, made us, made us fertile, and said that we would multiply, have dominion of, our, of, of the world in which we live. But at the same time, the Lord also gave us a special gift, responsibility for creation. He gave us the responsibility to take care of his creation. And then finally, so that it is through our work, through our efforts that we are able to, to help in a sense to bring the creation into its fullness by, by introducing into creation various salvific gifts because it's not only we were made for this world because we were made in God's image. So we are to prepare through the hands of our work, the daily work, um, uh, divinizing grace. It is through our hands, through our love for one another, through love being fathers and mothers or brothers and sisters, that we are able to do things for one another and it is, it is through the works of our hands, through the works of our heart, because love is at the, at the very foundation, and it has to be. Otherwise, human family will, will, will be harmed if there's no love. And, and so it is God's special gift to us that we are not only to bring forth the means of, you know, of sustenance here for each other, but also to introduce to introduce into our very lives the gift of redemption, the gift of God's work on our behalf, which is God's work, which is salvific work. And, and what we see here today is when we consider and reflect on these readings, what we see is God wants to tell us who we are, what is our mission, what is our goal in life, but above all through the imagery of, of this original story of creation. We are to remember who we are, that our, our goal on this earth is to enter heaven, to rest with God, you know, to rest with him. Uh, ultimately, as the conclusion of the, of the reading from the book of Genesis, chapter one and the beginning of, of chapter two, 
when we, we see how God created all these things for us. Now, the important aspect is not only what God has done through creation, but what God is giving us through his redemptive work, the plan of God's salvation for all of us. And this plan of salvation takes us through Our Lady and through St. Joseph, through Our Lady, because through Annunciation, she embraced that, that gift through the Holy Spirit of the Incarnate Son, God's Son, who became the, the eternal Word of God, the Son of God, becomes also Son of Man through Our Lady, through the Incarnation. And it is through this special plan of salvation that we receive the redemptive gift of Christ through Our Lady, but also through St. Joseph. And as you know, St. Joseph, in a special way, was chosen by our Lord, by God the Father, to be the guardian of the Word of God, to be the guardian of Jesus of Nazareth, to be a special foster father for him, to be also the spouse of Our Lady, to create the family home where the Son of God can grow, can mature ultimately in a human sense, and to be the, 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 the redeemer, to be the one who saves. St. Joseph's role was a very special role, very particular role, and it is during this year of St. Joseph where Pope Francis kind of draws our attention to very important aspects of Joseph. How did he do? How did he fulfill the obligations of being the foster father, the father, you know, the foster father of Jesus? How did he fulfill that obligation? How did he fulfill the obligation towards creating this home atmosphere to take care of both Our Lady and Jesus? And, and so Pope Francis powerfully says in that apostolic letter called Patris Corde, with the Father's heart, he speaks that, that it is with the Father's heart that he embraced the responsibility of being the father to Jesus, human father in the sense of, of being the, the one, the, the, the foster father, but who cared and loved with, with the Father's heart. And, and it, you know, the emphasis that Pope Francis gives to us is very, very important to do things with the Father's heart, with the Father's heart, because, because there's, there's a difference between, between fulfilling obligations and yes, making sure things are done properly, but 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 to to do things with the father's heart is to with the father loving heart of a father, and and the emphasis of of of, uh, of Pope Francis is that he was truly beloved, tender, and obedient father to the to the to Jesus and to Our Lady. He really offered himself completely making, as, as Pope says, making offering of himself in love, a love placed at the service of the Messiah who is growing to maturity in his home. So it is, it is the emphasis is on a love placed at the service of Messiah. Very, very beautiful words expressing the truth 
that he made himself available completely. And so therefore, the Christian people throughout the centuries realize that they can also ask him that he may help them out of love for them, just as he has done our love for Our Lady and for Jesus, that he, out of love for us, would do the same, that he would place that, 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 uh, that, uh, that his love be placed in the service of us. <clears throat> and he can, he can do so through intercession, powerful intercession, as he knows his son and his son, Jesus, our Lord, would, would fully uh, 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 accept the intentions, the requests made to, to him by, by Joseph himself. <clears throat> Now, we remember that it's not only that love that he placed himself at the disposal of the Father's will, but we saw that, that, that he really cooperated in what is known as the mystery, the great mystery of redemption. Uh, so he truly become the minister of salvation, meaning the one who assists, the one who becomes an instrument of that. And, and how can we say that it is, uh, how could you say that St. Joseph was doing that? Is because he w welcomed the will of God. He welcomed the will of, of the Father, even though he did not understand everything. He did not understand, uh, but yet he accepted. Uh, he accepted the Father's will because he accepted Mary unconditionally, as, as Pope Francis says, an important gesture even today because in our world where psychological, verbal, and physical violence towards men, women, and, and children, which as we know, um, he's the one who, who uh, shows us the absolute beauty, that fidelity to the love and to taking care in a, in, a, in a way according to the Father's will, accepting, embracing, completely loving to the end, serving to the end, uh, courageously uh, fulfilling the obligations, but also doing with the, in the, with the Father's heart. And then also Pope Francis speaks of the creative, creatively courageous Father example of this type of love, because not only is he showing Jesus what the dignity of a human person is, but also showing the dignity of human work. It was Joseph who, who placed uh, uh, who, who took under his wings Jesus and introduced him into work. Uh, he, Jesus was known as the carpenter and also a car carpenter's son, which means that for the for that time, we do not know exactly when Joseph began to introduce Jesus to work, but mostly he was still very young, was a young man, but he worked side by side with him, which means that Jesus was truly um, someone who witnessed in Joseph the value of work, the value and importance of work. And we know the, 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 as a carpenter, you know, the carpenters which produced this beautiful, as we can see, all kinds of work, uh, uh, you know, the, in wood, the shrine, this beautiful shrine was made by a carpenter uh, um, yes, exquisite carpenter, because he was able to do all these artistic things. But we see Joseph as well. Joseph as someone who introduced Jesus to the beauty of, of work, 
the work which which sustains obviously us in existence because we need to resources for existence but also the type of work that that he did and then then finally the uh, we see as pope francis mentions that his patient silence was a prelude to concrete expressions of trust that the, the, uh, the Pope, Pope Francis mentions that Jesus, Jesus was introduced in, in a way to the reality, human reality, by the patience, patient endurance of Joseph, the fidelity, the, 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 the purity, all those things which are manifested in the life of St. Joseph, which are a great example for all of us. But finally, uh, it is the prayer to St. Joseph that makes the difference, not only imitating him, but also that prayer, the prayer, that daily prayer, which Pope Francis gives witness to. And he says, you know, he says, every day for over 40 years following morning prayer, I have recited a prayer to St. Joseph taken from 19th century French prayer uh, from the book of Congregation of Sisters of Jesus and Mary. He says, this prayer, he says, expresses devotion and trust and even poses certain challenge to St. Joseph. My beloved father, is, quote, all my trust is in you. Let it not be said that I invoked you in vain. And since you can do everything with Jesus and Mary, show me that your goodness is as great as your power. Pope Francis says that this prayer was sort of almost like a challenge to St. Joseph. But the fact is that no, it is it's our faith in him, our faith in him, because he can do all things. Uh, when, because when we ask him, he will do everything with, because he will turn to his son, Jesus and Mary. And, and it is through the intercession of Joseph along with, with Mary, that the Lord will grant those graces to us. And then finally, he says to us, he's encouraging us to pray by saying, Hail, guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to you God entrusted his only son. In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a father and guide us in the way and in the path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage, and defend us from every evil. Perhaps today, maybe this prayer that we uttered could be part of our consecration to St. Joseph. Many are consecrating themselves throughout the world today, uh, using various forms of consecration, but above all, it is our faith when we say, Joseph, here I am. I wish to be like you. I wish to follow your example of love. I wish to be also uh, a man or a woman which, at the service of the, of the Redeemer, that we may be at the service of Jesus so that we may bring forth salvation. I, I think that the most important aspect of consecration is that we surrender ourselves to God. Yes, through St. Joseph. Yes, in a powerful way through Our Lady. But we consecrate ourselves. We make ourselves available that we may be at the disposal of God so that his salvation 
may be given to everyone around this world, that it is through our desire to work with, to cooperate, to, to uh, be the instrument of salvation, because God has given this gift. Jesus gave us the gift of, 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 of redemption because he is the one who is the savior. It is through him, through his suffering and death, he gained for us salvation. But we are to take part, to receive, and to take these gifts and share it with others. May today, on this special day of Our Lady, not only our Joseph the worker, but also the first Saturday of the month, and as well as this month dedicated to her, may we place ourselves along with, 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 with the desire to follow the example of St. Joseph, to follow her example, that fiat, that it be done to me according to your word, that it be done to me according to your word, whatever you wish and desire of me, whatever you wish me to do. If you wish me to bring forth Jesus uh, to other people's hearts, let it be done. I wish to participate fully and this, this desire to, uh, to welcome the grace of God in that full sense, placing no limits, placing no obstacles, placing no conditions that we'll be able to fulfill the Father's will and as to be at the service of the redemptive love of God given by the Father through his Son to all humanity. So may we reconsecrate ourselves again, hail guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To you, God entrusted his only son. In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a father and guide us in a path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage and defend us from every evil. Amen. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org.
Thank you, and God bless you.